Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the first ever episode of the mm, About That podcast with me, your host, your favorite geek psychologist, your favorite pop culture enthusiast, your favorite queen of the nerds, Dr. Vanessa Hintz. I'm so thankful that you are here with me right now, listening in whatever way, shape, or form you're listening in, and I am excited to bring to you this first ever episode where I'm really just going to talk a little bit about myself. I'll tell you a little bit about my story and a little bit about what I hope for this podcast. And so my hope is that this will be your psychological deep dive into all of the things that you love into the very psyche of pop culture, whether that be fandoms, whether that be your favorite shows, characters, comics, what have you, whatever it is that I love, y'all going to hear about it. Okay. And so I'm excited. Um, and again, so very, very thankful, uh, to be able to put this content out for you all. And so without further ado, uh, I'll just tell you a little bit about my, my story, my journey. Uh, how did I get here? How did I get to this place where this is something that I'm spending my time doing? Uh, lovingly so, lovingly so. Uh, so I professionally, uh, I am a licensed clinical psychologist um, currently located just west of Milwaukee in the town of Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, and I have been a practicing psychologist for... Um, what year is it? Six or seven years, something like that. I have no idea. Um, but my, I, I would say that my road to this place, uh, that I'm in currently as a, as a psychologist, uh, it was a lot, y'all. It was a lot. It was not straight and narrow by any way, shape or form. There were twists, turns, ups, downs, lefts, rights, you know, pivots, a whole, a whole lot of stuff that happened. Um, I actually, uh, my bachelor's degree from the University of Louisville, go cards, um, is in engineering of all things, uh, computer engineering. I really thought that's what I was trying to do with myself. Um, and very quickly found out that that was indeed not what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't like it. I, I don't think I was very good at it, um, at programming. Um, and it just was very, you know, like solitary, very isolating, um, and I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I, it, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, no shade to all the programmers out there. We need you. Uh, all the folks working in IT, we need you. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Um, and so I decided that I wanted to shift, uh, after I had spent all this money, gave University of Louisville all this money for this degree that I realized I wasn't going to use. No, I'm not alone in that. Um, I decided I wanted to pivot and interestingly, I was watching a serial killer documentary. I'll never forget this. I was watching a documentary and it was about like four very infamous American serial killers. I think it was Albert Fish, uh, Ted, Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and maybe Ed Gein. I don't know why I remember that, but that's what I was watching. And, and it just came to me. I was sitting there and it just came to me. Like, I, I want to be a psychologist. Just literally, I remember where I was sitting and what I was doing. And at first I thought I wanted to be like a criminal, criminal profiler that I was going to be on CSI or something, law and order SVU, something like that. Um, and very quickly realized the government is not going to hire me. Um, and nor do I really feel like I want to work for the government. Um, so that didn't happen. 
And my ego told me, you know, like if, if you want to be in mental health, if you want to work in mental health, just go to the tippy top. Don't stop at a master's. Why stop there? Why stop with that much student loan debt? Go as, go as high as you can go. Um, and so I made the decision to get my doctorate, research schools. And of all the schools that I applied to, only one offered me admission, which shout out to the Chicago School of Professional Psychology. That was the only school that offered me admission. And so I did what I needed to do. I packed up and left everybody behind. I knew not a soul in the city of Chicago when I came there for graduate school. Um, came to Chicago, decided that I was going to dedicate myself to these studies, lightweight because I didn't know anybody, lightweight because I stepped on that campus feeling like an imposter. I stepped on that campus feeling like I got this engineering degree. You know, it's people up in here that I feel like knew from the womb that they wanted to be a psychologist. You know, their their parents are psychologists, their brothers are psychologists. You know, I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there. I was in Chicago, a very large, very lovely, very diverse city. Um, and my program didn't necessarily reflect that diversity. And that's no shade. That's no shade at all. Um, I think that's a problem throughout the discipline of psychology throughout the, you know, it's, it's not unique to that program. Um, and it definitely influenced the way that I felt. So not only did I feel, uh, like an imposter because of, you know, not having the background I felt like I needed to have, but also again, because there weren't very many people who had the same journey that I did to get there. And so, um, again, a lot of twists, a lot of turns, a lot of ups and downs. Uh, but let me tell you something, just in case you didn't know, I finished graduate school, got that doctorate, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like, and again, some of that is because I absolutely dedicated the entirety. I was fortunate enough, privileged enough, dare I say, uh, to dedicate the entirety of those five years of graduate school to my studies. I was a single solitary person. I had no dependents. I had no nobody other than me that I had to worry about. And so I felt very fortunate. I was able to successfully complete my doctor's degree. What, what? Um, and, you know, pass my licensing test and, and here I am. Um, and so I would say in addition to that, a large portion of the work that I do is related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, and really working to make this place just a you know, make the world just a little bit less raggedy, uh, for people who are somehow some way othered, um, whether that be people of color, people from the LGBTQ plus community, people with disabilities, what have you. Um, it really is part of my journey, my life's mission to really, uh, work to advance equity. And I would say just like psychology, I kind of just fell into that work. It wasn't something that I ever, envisioned I would be doing. It wasn't something that was ever part of my, you know, five-year plan, whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? It was never something that I anticipated. And, and, and again, I feel like psychology, that it was something that it, it just came to me. And, and part of the way that it came to me was in my own sort of a personal journey related to my racial identity. So I identify as a black woman, I am a biracial black woman. My mom is white and my dad is black. And up until probably like the middle of graduate school, I did not have any level of confidence 
identifying as a black woman. I felt like that I wasn't allowed to do that. I felt like I was perpetrating. I felt a whole bunch of things <laughs> related to that as a biracial person, as a person um, who is light-skinned, who is fair-skinned. I felt like I wasn't allowed uh, to be or to be black, to identify as black. Um, I felt my entire life that I was sort of, you know, on the the brink between these two worlds, you know, too black for the white folks, too white for the black folks. And it was, there was never a place I really felt comfortable. And it wasn't until I came to graduate school and I started reading and studying and learning about you know, models of racial identity that I really started to see myself and I started to feel very validated. You know, I learned that for a lot of people, you know, multiracial, biracial or otherwise, there is this quest, this, this, this thing, this journey that we all go on to really come into our own, uh, with regards to our racial identity, our racial identities. And I felt seen, I felt for the first time, maybe, um, you know, with regard to my racial identity that I knew where I belonged. Um, and that was exactly where I decided I belonged. And so I think that that, you know, journey that I went on absolutely and unequivocally, uh, led me to this space that I operate in now, um, you know, as a psychologist and as a diversity, equity, and inclusion professional. And so that's sort of how I got to where I am professionally and, and, you know, that's only one, but, but one segment of what I hope this podcast will bring to the world. Um, and the other piece of it has to do with all things geekdom. Okay. All things pop culture, all the things that I love and hopefully that you love too, or else why would you be listening to this? But you know what I'm saying? That's a question for another day. Um, but I have always, always, always loved nerdy things. Uh, I'm a millennial. I grew up in the age of, you know, Saturday morning cartoons after school, coming home and watching Power Rangers, watching Wishbone. You know what I'm saying? I grew up loving a lot of those things. Um, and I feel fortunate enough to sort of have been, um, there at the for forefront, you know, when the Marvel cinematic universe started, um, and to see what that has grown into some good, some bad, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, at ad nauseum, um, I have always loved nerdy things. Um, and to the point that sometimes people like raise an eyebrow, but that's cool. Um, and interestingly enough in 2013, when I was in graduate school, uh, I learned that there was a way that I could put these two aspects of my life sort of together in, in a sort of cohesive and professional way, you know, as, as a psychologist, um, as a student of psychology at the time and shout out to Dr. Patrick O'Connor. Um, hopefully you're listening and hopefully you hear this, uh, shout out to Dr. Patrick O'Connor who offered a course in graduate school called, uh, geek culture and psychotherapy. And I took that class cause I was like, this sounds tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this? And essentially in that class, Dr. O'Connor walked us through how it is that you can integrate pop culture into therapeutic practice. And if, if you all have any interest in his work, comicspedia.net comicspedia is, is the sort of brainchild of Dr. Patrick O'Connor. And again, without him, 
and without the the class that he offered to me, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this right now. Um, and so again, in 2013, I took this class. I remember the the first graphic novel I read that literally changed my life, The Killing Joke. If you haven't read it, you should read it because it's dope. And the rest from there is history. I started, I immersed myself in, in the study of pop culture and in all these different types of things. And what I, what I started to really think about, like, you know, even reading The Killing Joke, I had such an intense sort of existential, like healing type of reaction to this novel. And I was just kind of like, what just happened here? And I really started to reflect on the things in my life that I absolutely loved, the things in my life, you know, aside from people, obviously, um, but pop culture artifacts, so shows, books, movies, things that I absolutely loved, things that provided me with comfort, you know, as a, as a psychology professional, I started to think about like, why is this happening? And is this happening for other people too? And I really just immersed myself in that. And, and from there, there were just so many opportunities that began to arise in terms of opportunities to publish on this opportunities to present on this. And that is how Doc V the geek was born. Um, I feel privileged and honored to be able to talk with people all over about this sort of healing power of pop culture, the healing power of the things that I love, the connectedness and belonging that we find in fandom communities. I love it. And I think that it is something that a lot of other people can relate to as well. What I will say too is one thing that I found absolutely fascinating is the differences between what folks value about, you know, pop culture artifacts, you know, shows, movies, why I love Black Panther may not be the reason, the same reason that you love it. You know, the Joker is, is by far one of my most favorite characters of all time. The reason that I love the Joker and, and the, the Joker that I love may or may not be the one that you love. It may be the one that you hate. And I think that that diversity i think that that difference and, and different ways of thinking and making meaning of these things that we consume day in and day out i think that it is just absolutely fascinating and it is my hope my plan my vision for this podcast is that i can talk about the things that i love i can talk about the things that i value i can talk about the things that have gotten me through dark times you know what I'm saying when I felt like oh my gosh what am I gonna do and you find that show or you find that song or you find that movie that really just brings you back to a place a place that is comfortable a place that feels safe and my hope is that in sharing those experiences with you all and hearing about other people's experiences um, that we can all work together to inspire to validate to empower one another and so with that, I again want to thank you so much for sharing in this time with me. And I really hope to bring to you conversations that again are impactful, that are valuable. And at any time, if there's something in particular you feel like it's important to talk about, hit me up. I'm on all forms of social media at Dr. Vanessa Hintz. Hit me up and I look forward to talking with you all soon.